Listen to the 48 Hours podcast for shocking murder cases and compelling real-life dramas from one of television's most watched true crime shows. Go behind the scenes of each episode with award-winning CBS News correspondents and producers in Postmortem, a weekly deep dive. Listen to 48 Hours wherever you get your podcasts. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Inspired by the life of the savvy and ambitious Colombian businesswoman Griselda Blanco comes a new Netflix original limited series. Griselda tells the story of a devoted mother who, with her lethal blend of charm and relentless savagery, creates one of the most powerful cartels in history. Witness Sofia Vergara's captivating transformation into the godmother of the underworld. Griselda, now streaming only on Netflix. Hey everyone, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like SpongeBob SquarePants living in a pineapple under the sea. Well, I mean, it's kind of what it feels like sometimes. That's just what my life is. But it's good. It's all good. Everything is really good. I I love, I love my life. I really do. That's not sarcastic. <laughs> that sounded sarcastic. That sounded like, help me. No, that's not. That's not what that is. Um, but I, I talk a little bit about that in this episode. Real, really, it's just like you know the emotional space that I have to give to my partner, and um, honestly expressing where I'm at and all the difficulties that I'm facing. The difficulties being mental health wise, um, challenges with you know having not met my son and all of the connection to that, and um, all of the money troubles. Those are really my big problems right now. But. Um, you know, I, I haven't been able to give Molly my own honest, open expression of everything because we've been busy and life gets in the way sometimes, but it's important for us to continue to make space for one another. And, you know, challenges are going to continue to happen in relationships. And, and I think it's important for us to express it. And I feel like I want to express it to you guys because I'm just being honest about where I'm at in life and where things are going. And I talk about my relationship with you guys as well, you as the listener, and how I want to continue to grow and nurture this relationship and, and tune myself to what it is that you need while also continuing to honestly express who I am. So on this episode, we talk about making space for your partner, for your friends, your family, your um, your parents, your business partners, everyone in your life, learning how to make space for them. That is what we're talking about today on Dopamine. Let's go. Drums, please. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, this is going to be a fairly short episode, at least in comparison to other episodes, because I have a thing in 30 minutes and uh, I figure I got time, so I'm just going to do this episode for today. Um, and uh, well, you know, this is going to be a little bit more positive. I, I guess it's the idea for me I want to talk about is like making space for your partner and what they need in a relationship, right? Um, 
really kind of stems to stuff that like Molly and I have been talking about recently when it comes to sort of this, this, this shift that I've been making towards like revealing just a little bit more again on the show, but that kind of leads me to, I haven't been revealing enough personally with her and our relationship. Right. So, you know, we've been honest with that and I think we're really good at being open together about how anything affects us. So like, that's been amazing. Like, and I think one of the key components of a, an effective and healthy relationship is being able to address things when they happen, right? We're not, we don't wait or hold it in, or we're not scared to reveal things to each other uh, and wait like a month to suddenly come out uh, in a big huff, in a big burst and say like, well, you don't ever do that or, you know, something like that. Right. Um, And usually it's like when we realize that something is a problem, we're like, okay, we need to talk about this. We need to address this. We need to be real about this. And I think that's important to not only be able to give each other the space to be able to address things when it's time to address them, but give your partner space to be themselves and address themselves in the way that they know how, right? If your partner prefers a more emotional expression, then you have to kind of be willing to meet them there if you're not a person that is an emotionally expressive person and vice versa. If, if you're a little bit more of a, um, uh, you work things through things a little bit more cognitively, there's got to be a little bit of wiggle room to be able to kind of meet them there. Right. I think it becomes a little bit um, taxing for me personally, when everything is, is intensely emotional. And that kind of comes across in the show sometimes too. Like I certainly kind of come to realizations to things and sort of work through things emotionally sometimes on the show, but it kind of leaves me uh, unable to express it otherwise, right? Where it's kind of the opposite for a lot of other people where it's really easy to express things emotionally and they actually don't know how to think clearly in terms of like logically and, and numbers and facts and figures and things like that. I'm the complete opposite. I am totally just like, a, I don't want to be emotional. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to talk about other things, but I think it's important to for connection between partners to be expressive emotionally and make spa- space for each other's uh, emotional sort of elements and things that we need to, to work through and, and talk through. Um, it's really helped Molly and I's relationship continue to grow because we're, we're continuing to face new things all the time. And I think that's part of a relationship, right? Is like you, we get into a groove and it's really easy to potentially get complacent or, um, you know, get into this place where things just start to get difficult. There are new variables that are introduced into relationships. You get introduced, uh, you know, new people and you're like, who's this new person? What does that mean? (laughs) You know, instead of feeling like you're on the defensive, you have to spend some time building that trust and, and building that connection with one another. Right. And, you know, uh, an aspect that has been communicated is that like, sometimes if you can't, you know, express, yourself fully to someone, it can feel like you don't trust them. Right. And, um, that doesn't feel good for anyone. Right. So part of that honest expression is, is, you know, continuing to show that you're connected with each other. And even though you're doing separate things and living separate lives, right. Because I always, I intensely believe that relationships are the culmination of of, of two people and it creates a third entity, which is the relationship, but you're still two individual people that are still growing and changing, right? Like my growth is not predicated on Molly's growth. Her growth is not predicated on mine, but the growth of the relationship is our responsibility. It's very different, right? It's, there are three different things to kind of nurture and take care of. And, um, you know, that's, that's important. I think it's important for individual evolution as well as the relationship. So, 
you know, for me, I've, I've kind of continued on the sort of the Myers Briggs route. And, um, for her, she's gone a little bit more on, she's, she's on more of a, a spiritual searching sort of, uh, journey as it were. Um, and there's obviously more details, but I'm being careful. I don't want to like put her stuff on blast too much. Right. That's not my responsibility to share her things. Um, but essentially like we're, you know, on slightly different paths, like we're veering a little bit. And I think it's, it's important to make sure that we're, we stay connected, you know, despite that, I think that happens in any relationship and it's not unique to us, you know, uh, but I think what is unique to us and what's working for us is that fact that we're able to express those things when they happen, right? There's no, awkward silence. Maybe there has been for like a day or two, but it's like, it's because we both don't understand what it is yet. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, for me, it's been about understanding that, um, my, uh, not just reserving my emotional expression for this show. And I think what's, you know, and, and part of that has been good for me. It's been good to express that therapeutically, on this show, but also making sure that I'm making space to be able to give that to her when we're talking in person and, and she gets to kind of, you know, she, cause she wants to be, you know, in the mess of it all. Right. She wants all of me. And I, I love and appreciate that so much. So that's wonderful. And really I have to lean into that being a wonderful thing. And um, if you have a patient loving partner, that's typically what they're going to do. They're going to be like, I don't want you to just bring the best parts of you. I want you to bring everything, you know, I'm here for you with all of it. And um, you know, don't shield, shield yourself from me. I think that's what people do in relationships a lot. I've done it for sure. Where you make assumptions about what is or isn't going to bother another person. And for me, you know, for me that comes out more when I'm dealing with depression what I'm feeling with all sorts of uh, mental difficulties, it makes it really easier for like those sort of negative uh, sort of base level things to creep in for me to just kind of like make assumptions and not like follow the four agreements that I follow so thoroughly. Right. And just kind of like make assumptions about what she might be thinking or make assumptions about like what, um, you know, what might be going on, uh, uh, how she might react to something or, making an assumption about like what she does or does not want from me. Right. And, um, I certainly, I do fault that onto the depression, but I am in charge of the depression. <laughs> it's really hard to, uh, you know, for me, I, I find a way to try to take accountability for everything that's going on. So even though there is depression and it's harder, I still have to be aware of it and, um, make sure that I'm not doing anything that's going to harm the relationship essentially. Right. So, and I think this translates to not just, you know, romantic relationships. I think this translates to like your relationships with your parents and your friends and your bosses and your business partners and anyone that you have to do business and connect, have connections with, right? Like making sure that you're clearing the air when there's some sort of stress, you know, there's a client of mine that has been having trouble financially, but we have a contract. Um, so I know he's going to pay me like he has to, he legally has to at this point, at some point, right? Um, based on the due date that we agreed upon. But, uh, you know, I've, I've kind of given a little pressure and I'm trying to find out what's going on because I could use the money right now, right? But uh, it's not his responsibility to pay me sooner than we agreed upon, of course. But um, it's nice for me to know what's going on so I can kind of serve him better, right? So that I can make sure that I'm, um, you know, I'm, I'm dedicating the time and energy towards pr providing the services that I provide for media um creation and marketing 
instead of just worrying about where the money's going and feeling like, hey, uh, am I just wasting my time with this, right? So like getting that clarity and having a conversation with him, asking him point blank, like, what's going on? What's the deal with this? Like, um, tell me a little bit of what's going on with you, even if it's like something that is not like ideal, right? Even if you can't tell me I can pay you tomorrow, I just want to know what's going on. It doesn't matter what it is. And I think it's important for me as the person asking that question to make sure that I can give him the space to be honest about that, right? If I can't, if he is prepared for me to freak out at him, then he's not going to be honest. Like, and I think that translates to all relationships. Like if you feel like your partner is going to blow up any single time you have an honest emotional expression, then why would you continue to have those honest emotional expressions? Like it just doesn't make sense to continue to do that. Right. Uh, you would just be living in fear of each other and what the relationship entails. Right. So th that that's like not the greatest feeling to feel like you can't be open and um, this show has been a way for me to continue to express that and to be that way. And it's given me the bravery to do that in my personal relationships. I still don't do that to its full extent um, to many people. I've got like the clients that I talk about and then I got like my parents sometimes. I, even with them, I'm not fully emotionally expressive or available all the time. And then, you know, with Molly, I'm the most emotionally available. But even then, it's like sometimes I, I kind of wall off or I get so stressed that I can't think about like, I'm so busy trying to use my dominant thinking function that I'm not, I don't want to be emotional. Like it's, I don't feel like it's going to help me, but, um, uh, healthy emotional expressions are important for me in my personal growth. And I have to continue to do that. Um, I know for me as an INTP, I end up, uh, getting into a place when, when I know I need emotional expression, I get into this place where I start worrying about like the likes and shares too much, the actual numbers and figures and the reciprocity and, uh, the, you know, what I'm getting out of what I'm putting into the world. And really, I'm still training myself to be more open and comfortable with the notion of give, 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 and not expect anything. I know when I get into a place where I start to expect something that I am not healthily expressing myself emotionally, and that becomes a challenge. So, um, you know, I think lately that has been a problem. And that's why it's come out in my podcast is because I've needed that emotional expression, but I haven't been giving myself permission to emotionally express that in my personal life. And um, I need to do that so that I can better serve you guys too. So that I'm not just coming on here and crying about stuff, right? That I'm here and kind of helping you with things that I'm currently working through, but being honest about like what I'm learning about those things, right? Like the beauty of the show is like being a part of the process and sharing that this is an honest expression of who I am, but also you know, what you can do with it and take away from it. Like, otherwise we're just commiserating. Right. And that's not what I want to do. I don't want to be a show where you just listen to it to feel like, yeah, I do feel like crap and I want to keep feeling like crap. Like that's not the point and that's not the plan. Right. So a part of that is my relationship to you guys too, to make sure that you as a listener are someone that is being appreciated and respected and I'm giving you the best that I can give you, but also giving you my honest emotional expression as well. Cause that is not only for entertainment purposes, but for you as a person who is a, a developing growing human being that is trying to make the best of your life, trying to build your own business or trying to start your own art uh, business of any kind, uh, creative services, whatever it is that you want to do with your life and realizing that your mental health is something that you can use as a strength and um, it's not going to hold you back as much as you, you, you know, 
you feel it can. Like I'm, I'm still working on this, you know, I'm very much still a work in progress. And my point is not to come here and just like tell you what to do, but to show you and to just kind of be a part of this, um, as we go along. Right. So, you know, part of that is it's, it's a challenge to find the middle ground between being emotional because sometimes I feel like I'm emotional all day and then Molly comes home and and I don't have the room to be emotional then as well. Right. And, um, finding that balance is hard. Finding whatever balance works for you can be hard as well. Right. Cause maybe your partner wants you to be a little bit more straightforward or, or whatever. And you can't always be that. Right. But thing is like, you know, we are always expecting people to adapt to us. And I think it always needs to be mutual. I think we need to adapt ourselves to as many different relationships as we can. That's why I have my Myers-Briggs podcast, anchor.fm slash super MBTI, where I help people with personal development to learn their cognitive functions, to learn what is their natural brain wiring so that they can meet people naturally, you know, where they are. You know, my goal, one of my big goals, is to get to know people so well that I can meet them wherever they are, right? If they're financially doing well or bad, if they are dealing with mental health or not, if they are in a relationship or not in a relationship, if they are struggling with finding their path in life or they are perfectly set, right? Being able to adapt to the needs of other people, but also being able to still bring myself to those relationships and be honest and open about, you know, where I am and where I'm going, right? So, I mean, that's a challenge. It's really hard. It, it takes a lot of practice, a lot of adaptability, but that's essentially what I'm doing with this show. I want to be comfortable not only speaking for a while, um, but I want to be comfortable in front of the camera, which I'm also working on. I keep kind of pulling back from that, but I love doing audio. I love talking. I love being able to help people. I love consulting, which if you go to my um, my website at cnote.media, there's a consulting link, which I only charge $300 a month for the entire month of consulting. So if you ever need help in terms of like media marketing, or even just someone that can like kind of coach you through mental health and life and stuff, I'm not a therapist, so that's not going to be a replacement for that, but I can do my best through Myers-Briggs and marketing and all of that stuff to help you through all that process. Um, so, you know, for me, that's that's a largely what I'm trying to do is make sure that people understand that I'm trying to meet them at their level, wherever they are, you know, on the Graves model or Myers-Briggs or whatever, and being able to navigate and adjust to that and then being able to tune to each other properly well, right? Because like that's where connection happens when people are able to kind of tune effectively to one another, whether, again, regardless of what that relationship looks like. And that includes my relationship to you as the listener. So I'm continually trying to tune to what it is that resonates with you on an individual level so that I can deliver the best content and the best podcast and, and be the best person that I can in relation to what you need which is why I need your feedback. So if you're on anchor.fm slash dopamine, please leave a voice message and let me know what's going on. You know, if you want to talk, if you want to just talk privately, please be sure to let me know in that voice message. If you want me to share it on the air, if we want to do some Q and a stuff. I would love to do some Q and a, um, and uh, I'm going to reach out to like Facebook people and on Twitter and try to get a Q&A going because I would love to do at least a Q&A once a week. That would be absolutely amazing to try to do the best that I can. But if you could also hit me up on Let's Go C-Note on all the social channels, then um, that's another way to reach me as well. So, and just a final reminder that the Boss Project Summit is in a few days. So, uh, this is airing November 7th, 2nd. So, the um, Boss Project Summit is November 6th to November 9th. It is absolutely free. If you sign up, go to bit.ly slash cnote summit. So, sign up there. And then after you sign up, 
there's the potential for you to pick up the pre-party pass that is going to be $49, I believe 49 or 47. I keep forgetting. And, um, that will give you full access to all of the 40 plus speakers and all of the content and all of the teachings that they have in one spot for the end of eternity. And you can take, or at least until the servers die. And then, you know, if you go, if you get it before from November 6th, that price will stay the same between November 6th and November 9th, it will be the at the door price. So it's going to go up to $97. And then after November 9th, it is going to go up to 149 for a few more days. And then it's gone forever. So it's, if you're trying to start a business, if you're lost, you're confused, you don't know what to do. If you're lost about finances and marketing and YouTube and podcasting and branding and all sorts of crazy things, there's so much in there that um, is just going to change your life. It really, really is. So I'm really excited to have my own keynote on there. I'm going to be talking about branding and, um, you know, I, I will be in the live studio audience as well, the digital live studio audience, essentially. So um, it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So bit.ly slash cnote summit, sign up for that. And I'm also looking for sponsors for the show for this month. I didn't get any for this month. So um, any help with that or support the show at dopamine.life, leave a rating and review um, would absolutely help me as well. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate and respect and love my relationship with you guys, the listeners that you give me the space to continue to share what it is that I'm working through and going through. And, you know, do the best that you can to make space for your partners, for your friends, for your, for your business partners, the people that you're working with, your family, your friends, all of those people. And, um, you know, just be the best person that you can do that, that you can be limit expectations. Don't make assumptions. Uh, don't take things personally, you know, do the best you can. Right. So, um, go, go out there, go live your life, you know, enjoy the weekend, take care of yourselves. Don't, don't be too worried about others expectations and all that fun stuff so go out there do the best you can and i'll catch you next time on dopamine hey you beautiful human thanks for listening to dopamine and providing your support for this show i really really appreciate it if you really love this show leave a review on itunes and stitcher to show some love for the podcast you can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses but um with that we'll catch you next time see you guys later